headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods, moving, and storage studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where debt is dumb, cash is king, and the paid-off home mortgage has taken the place of the BMW as the status symbol of choice. We help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Dr. John Deloney, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Michelle is with us in Bend, Oregon, starting off this hour. Hi, Michelle. How are you? I'm great, thanks. How are you guys? Better than we deserve. What's up? (laughs) So I was just curious. um, I was thinking about, my husband and I were talking about refinancing our vehicle and then taking a personal loan so we can consolidate our credit cards. Um, and I just want to know what your thought would be on that. It would be like almost half the interest that it was when I first got the the car two years ago. Um, and then obviously the interest on the personal loan is way less than the credit cards. Mm -hmm. So it makes sense to me, but I wanted your opinion. What's the balance on the car is Mm 12,500 and the credit cards about 19,000. Okay. All right. And what's your interest rate on your car? Uh, currently, I think it's at 9%. And you're no, it's 7. I think it's, at, yeah, I want to say it's between 7 and 9. I, I'm not certain. I, and and, the, new, and the new rate, if you refinanced, would be what? Uh, I have a quote from uh, Credit Karma for like 4.15. Okay. I doubt that's going to happen. In this current environment, zero percent chance. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think so they're just trying to sneak you in with. Yeah, oh, I, we I think can, you're about to get okay. bait. I think you're about to get bait and switch. That's that's way below market rates. Okay, but okay. let's say you saved four percent on, uh, give or take on say ten thousand dollars. It's four hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's your household income? About seventy-five thousand okay. after taxes, and the uh, interest rate on your credit cards average on that about ba- twenty thousand dollars balance is what? I want to say probably like twenty-four percent, something like that. Yeah, probably closer to twenty. Yeah, probably got some at eighteen, but um, yeah, that's probably about right. And then the interest rate on the um, the offered refinance on that is how much? Nine point six, three or something like that. All right. So, uh, 10% savings, let's call it for round numbers mm-hmm. on $20,000 is $2,000. Okay. Oh, so you have, you okay. have $30,000 in debt and mm-hmm. this move saves you $2,400 a year. A year. Right. You are not, you do not have a $2,400 problem. You have a $30,000 problem. Right. I understand that. Yeah. But but what my thought was is that so I've been listening to your program for a couple months mm-hmm. and um, I've convinced my husband he does the bills mm-hmm. and I've convinced him to stop putting little extras here on every single one mm-hmm. focus on the smallest mm-hmm. pay it off we've paid off two cards mm-hmm. um, we've got the thousand dollars in the savings good you're making progress I, I'm try yeah and I'm I'm trying I want to like yeah. hurry it up and yeah. it's kind of hard because he doesn't yeah. see it. The same way I do. So I'm like, well, here's the point. A year, so here, here's the point. Here's the point. If you save 10% on this, which is approximately what you're saving, round numbers, mm-hmm. um, you, you have addressed 10% of the problem. You still right. have 90% of the problem to address. So if you right. want to do it, that's fine. 
but it's laughable that you think you did something. <laughs> well, because if you save that twenty four hundred, let's say we're you didn't hear me. Yeah. You're not listening. I just said ninety percent of the problem is still not addressed. Got it. You addressed ten percent of the problem. This is the problem with debt consolidation. Because debt consolidation intellectually, psychologically triggers your brain and makes you think you did something. Mm-hmm. It's and, like, and you did you did do something, but it's only ten percent. You still have ninety percent of the problem, and so I we have to address mean. this on a higher plane at a different level with a different approach. And if you want to do it, that's fine. But I want you guys uh, working extra jobs, not seeing this out of a restaurant unless you work there. I want you saying no more vacations, and we're on a written budget, and we're working together, and we're paying off these debts, smallest to largest, and we sold so much stuff the kids think they're next. <laughs> okay. And when you get there, now you're addressing the 90%. If you also right. want to do the other, that's fine. But when people do what you're describing to me, they don't do the other, and 88% of the time they end up with more debt then that's what i don't want yeah so that's kind of where i'm at i'm yeah. like you know just keep hammering away at the credit card so what i would tell you is this you got thirty thousand dollars worth of debt if you can pay off ten to fifteen thousand dollars by june 1st without doing mm-hmm. this then if you want to refinance the balance of it at that point because you've proven to yourself you're willing to address the real problem which is you got it you got are it. the real problem right. your husband is the real right. problem then you can do this. But I'm afraid that you're going to activate the part of your brain. Here's how you know, okay? The, the, uh, the Bible says the, uh, in the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So the way, what we think comes out of our mouth if we're not real careful, okay, including on the show. <laughs> so here's what you said. You said, I'm going to pay off my debt. You're, no, you're not. You're going to move no, your debt. You're going to move your debt. You're borrowing to lower interest, yeah. which when you calculate I know, but, but like my point did. is your, your heart is yeah. feeling like you did something, like I paid it off. Right. You didn't pay it off. You just moved right. it around a little bit. Well, and I know that, and that's, that's part of the thing. So one of the credit cards that we owe on, that we currently owe on, basically he's not paying anything on it, so that was going to kind of cover that too because it, basically he pays $200 a month but it's not taking anything off. Uh, pay off minimum payments on everything but your smallest debt. Attack okay. your smallest debt with a vengeance. Okay. Work extra. Sell stuff. Don't go out to eat. Don't go on vacation. Work extra. Right. Sell stuff. Don't buy anything. And live on beans and rice, rice and beans, where your friends think you've joined a cult and your mother-in-law <laughs> thinks you need counseling. And then right. what's going to happen is you can pay off 30000 making 75000 in about 18 months doing that. And that's approximately $2,000 a month. Okay. And you're a different person on the back end. Right. I understand that. It's getting him to. Do you remember? How old are you? How old are you, Michelle? I'm 54. Do you remember back in the early 80s when a diet was tab and like a Mm -hmm. Nutrilite bar and a half of a grapefruit? Yes. That's what you're trying to do. Right. You're trying to shortcut and hack your way to this. Don't. There's no hack. Yeah. I mean, you're right. Getting him to do the whole thing. Because here's what happened. Interest rates did not put you guys $30,000 in debt. Your decisions did. Interest rates are not keeping you in debt. Your decisions are. And so, again, I'm fine with you doing the refinance, the the debt consolidation. It does make mathematical sense, but it addresses 10% of the issue. 
you've got to address the other 90% or you're not going to win. And I've done you a disservice unless I preach at you like this because I love you and I want you to win. Thanks for calling. This is The Ramsey Show. I want to tell you a true story. I got a letter from Fran in Virginia once. She and her husband, Gary, were loaded down with debt. They decided to get serious and worked for over two years to pay off $65,000. They were able to buy their dream home. Gary had just started a new job and things were looking really good. Six months later, Gary unexpectedly died. Wow tears my heart out. Besides the grief and shock, Fran had no income, was on her own, and her social security benefits couldn't pay the mortgage. Talk about feeling lost and alone. The only good part of this story is that Gary had term life insurance through Xander, so Fran was able to deal with her grief without being overwhelmed with money issues. Sad story, but I share it with you to make a point. For over 25 years, I've been telling you about the importance of term life insurance and protecting your family. Having life insurance is what responsible people do for their families. It's why I tell you every day to go to Xander.com or call them at 800-356-4282. Dr. John Deloney, Ramsey Personality, is our co-host today. Thank you for joining us, America. Number one best-selling author of the book, Own Your Past, Change Your Future. He is featured on this week's Jordan Peterson podcast. If you want to watch a long form on YouTube or listen to it, check it out. I just came out today, I believe. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Randy's with us. Randy is in Cedar Rapids. Hi, Randy. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, guys. I appreciate you all taking my call. Sure. What's up? Hey, so I've been following y'all's program for a while now, and we've gotten to the point where I'm in uh, baby steps four, five, and six, and I'm just not really feeling traction. And so my question for you guys is, uh, is there there something I'm missing? I don't want to be just reactive to things, but proactive in some of this. Um, So we have... What do you mean you're not feeling traction? Like, it's been a couple of years, and, like, life keeps hitting us. So, like, for example, we had uh, what's called a derecho, which is basically an online hurricane of sustained winds of 180 miles an hour. So some stuff on an old house that insurance wouldn't cover that we had to prepare. Um, we had two babies in the midst of this journey as well. So uh, saved up for those and paid cash for all those things. Uh, we now have paid for paid cash for both of our reliable cars now that we've upgraded. So How old are you? Um, we've been investing uh, 27, sir. Wow, you're killing it. Dude, this is called life, and you're winning it. Yeah, I mean, I missed the part where you're not getting traction. <laughs> what are you talking Babies, about? Babies, paid yeah, for storm repairs. I mean, you, you're you rocking this. It, we just, we've been investing, you know, 15 20% now for, for a couple of years. And Your house paid for it? Ross, uh, not quite. So that's then that's, you should I not be doing the fifteen percent. It uh, we have two, uh, five years left on our. Yeah, you should be doing fifteen percent at Baby Step Four under your house. No more, not twenty. Gotcha. So dial that back. And so you're gonna have a paid-off house when you're thirty-two. You know who would trade places with you? 
Everybody. A couple of hundred million Americans. Uh, yeah. Let me, let, hey, let me, let me, in all honesty, let me tell you what I think it is. You thought it would feel differently. And everyone I've ever sat down with, whether they are multi, multi, multi millionaire or they're a pro athlete, or they thought that there would be this resolution that suddenly dad would text out of the blue and be like, hey, I have never called you and told you I'm really proud of you. I want you to know I'm proud of you. That call's never coming, right? Or that I was just going to wake up and suddenly like, I'm a good looking guy. I feel great. That, 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 that resolution never comes. And so then you're in a, like I, you're in a position, brother, where you're gonna start doing dumb stuff if you continue to chase feelings instead of just stay in the path, stay in the path, stay in the path, because you're gonna start yeah. seeking feeling. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. And people rarely cheat on their spouse because of their spouse. They cheat on their spouse because it makes them feel alive again. They rarely go buy a new sports car because it's a great purchase, but it makes them feel alive for five seconds. And you're in danger of going down that road if you if you deviate from the path. That's why the path is so important, man, because it gives us something to lean on when we quote unquote don't feel right. It's why I map out my workout programs because I don't <laughs> I don't feel like it in the morning, right? But I've already got it written out. Man, stay on the path, stay on the path. From two old guys way older than you. Bro, you are You're doing great. So good, man. Stay on the path. You're doing. Great. How often have you heard that over the years? Oh, it happens all the time. Yeah, when you get to baby step four, it just slows down. That's it. Changes like from the adrenaline. In, gone. It changes from intensity to life. It's great to intentional, and intentional is not nearly as exciting as intensity. Yeah. And so intentional is a is a marathon. Intensity is a sprint. It changes everything. So, mm-hmm. good call. Good call, Randy. Man. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh. When I started on the show here 30 years ago, and for the first two decades after that, one of the big pariahs on the college campus was they were getting college kids and credit card debt. Credit card people walking up and down the campus, handing out free T-shirts and free pizzas and getting people in debt. Most of the states and uh, college institutions have run the credit card people off the campus. They're somewhere within a block away doing that stuff, but they're not physically on the campus anymore. Uh, but we've decided to replace that with uh, stupidity on steroids. Hey, this, this is way worse. This man. is way worse. This, this is this activates a whole bunch of other stuff that's cray cray. This is yeah. unbelievable to me. New York Times reporting how colleges and sports betting companies have Caesarized campus life. In order to reap millions of dollars in fees, universities are partnering with betting companies to introduce their students and sports fans to online gambling. Uh, they sold their students out. In September 2021, an official at Michigan State University's athletic department sent an email to his boss with exciting news. An online betting company was willing to pay handsomely for the right to promote gambling at the university. Alan, if we're willing to take an aggressive position, we have a million-dollar-a-year deal on the table with Caesars. Paul Shager wrote to Alan Haller, the university's athletic director. In the end, the company proposed a, a deal worth $8.4 million over five years. Other schools, too, have struck deals to bring betting to campus. After Louisiana State University signed a similar deal in 2021 with Caesars, the university sent an email encouraging recipients, including some students who were under 21 and couldn't legally gamble, to place your first bet and earn your first bonus. So far, at least eight universities have become partners with online sports betting companies or sports books, many in the last year with more expected. The partnership raises questions, however, about whether promoting gambling on campus, especially to people who are at an age when they are vulnerable to develop. And they're broke! 
and they're under your care. You freaking idiots! Unbelievable. Do they, like Dave? I saw. I guess it's called. I, it's hard for me to catch my breath on this. This is the first time reading through this. This is insane. To my colleagues at universities across the country, you should be ashamed of yourself. Yes. And for those of you who've walked away from this, good for you for having some shred of decency. This is. God almighty, dude, the number of gambling addicts and all this causes so much madness downstream for a couple of short-term bucks on the front end. It's disgusting. Selling out your own students that you're supposed to be you're selling out. for. God almighty, dude. You really ought to have your butts kicked up around your neck and be wearing them like a collar. This is unbelievable. This is unfreaking believable lsu you ought to be ashamed of yourself Michigan, the partner, the you ought to be ashamed of raise questions about whether promoting gambling on campus especially to children people who are vulnerable fits the mission i'll answer it no there's it not a doesn't. question about it. this guy says it feels it just feels gross and tacky for a university to be encouraging people to engage in behavior this addictive and very harmful said robert mann an lsu journalism professor thank you for standing up to your own university wow unbelievable my university years ago, I took them to task, University of Tennessee, on the air because they they uh, sold out to a credit card company. Mm-hmm. Sold everybody's list, all the alumni, mm-hmm. all the students, and big-time check. Yeah. Got a big-time check to, to sign everybody up for the UT credit card. Yeah, like I need a smoky in my plastic. <laughs> uh, well, hey. Piss me off, man. I've I've struggled that for co- years. That, co- that cost them a a little bit of a donation or two i've struggled for years with colleges who saddle up to alcohol companies when the students when alcohol is so destructive across a college campus and i've been all over the country having these conversations with um campus life leaders and college presidents everybody this is i think worse let me just tell you here's the here's the numbers the number one addiction in north america today is not drugs it's not alcohol it's online porn that's right by far online porn generates more revenue than all professional sporting put together the number two addiction in north america today and fastest growing addiction in north america today gambling online gambling and it's saddled in it starts with the sports betting as a gateway drug and um i mean if you want to do it and you're 50 years old and you got ten thousand dollars just to piss away that's fine you will just call you stupid but when you're serving up your students and you're supposed to be in, they're supposed to be in your care and they're going to you're it. a university president or an athletic department and a university Gosh. you ought to you ought to be fired for incompetence immediately for endangering you your students. greedy sobs unbelievable Un- it's, uh, unconscionable unbelievable yeah, Caesar this. Oh, my God. This is The Ramsey Show. John Deloney, Ramsey personality, 
number one best-selling author, host of the Dr. John Deloney Show, is my co-host today in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage. Ross and Abby are with us. Hey, guys. How are you? Doing Good. great. Awesome. Pleasure to have you. Where do you guys live? West Plains, Missouri. Now, where is West Plains? 100 miles east of Branson. 100 miles. I go to West Plains twice a year. I've got man. Some, I got some friends who live there, and they run a boys' ranch there in town. Winston? Oh. Yes. Look at that. Yeah. West Very Plains. Cool. Very cool. Neat. Well, welcome. How much debt have you guys paid off? 70200 All right. And how long did that take you? 30 and a half months. 30 months. All right. And your range of income during that two and a half years? It was 60000 to 78000 Excellent. What do you guys do for a living? I'm a pastor. Mm-hmm. And I work for a local state farm agent. Okay. Very good. And you are the numbers person, Abby. We know this because he's been pointing to you every time we ask a question. <laughs> she and has it wrote down. He knows how nervous I am. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so you're not the numbers person? No, he You're is. not? Oh, okay. He deals with the spirit. She deals with the math. <laughs> yeah, but he, no, he's dealing with the math. She said he's the numbers guy. Okay, good. So what kind of debt was the 70000 Well, about 10% of it was uh, be a combination of a health health bill we'll say Mm -hmm. and um auto loan Mm -hmm. 20 to 30 percent of that would have been a school loan Mm -hmm. and the rest of it was our house Mm -hmm. oh you paid off your house yep look at it weird people how much is this house worth about 150 to 160 i love it and it's yours how old are you guys I'm 31, and he's 35. All right. Whoop, whoop. Not even 40, and you have a paid-for house. Y'all are so weird. I love it. Way to go. Fun, fun. Well, tell us this story. What got you guys fired up on this two and a half years ago? Well, originally, we found out about your program uh, through my dad, and we used to watch you on uh, Fox Business when you Mm. had your show on there. Yeah, back in the day. And when we got married 11 years ago, they sent us through Financial Peace, and instead of the Dave plan, we was on the Ross and Abby plan for several years. Uh, but um, after we had our boy, and then I was going through Bible college, and about COVID, we decided, you know, let's take care of this and start acting how we should. So we started in on it, uh, well, January 1st, I guess, is before COVID. Uh, okay. And then just in time yeah. for COVID. Just, yeah. yeah you're, we're going to get out of debt just in time. So what happened to your incomes during COVID? I was able to work from home, mm-hmm. um, so I didn't miss any work. Mm-hmm. And I, I preached online, and they sent me a check every week. I never well, missed a check. So, yeah, all right. That's good. Very good. Okay. So we kept moving all the way through it yep. mm-hmm. and uh, pushed on through, even in the middle of all that weirdness. And, um, boy, that, it's, it's strange, God's timing. That he wakes you up in January, and then they shut the world down in March, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's one of them deals that just worked out, and we was both kind of ready at the same time, and she jumped on board, and if I set out a plan, she'll pretty well go with me whatever I want to, so it works out good. So. Okay, so you, you drug out the old financial piece and blew the blew the dust off of it and went again, huh? Yeah, went and uh, listened to several of your shows currently, get caught back up and everything, and read through a bunch of books. And mm-hmm. What was the biggest disagreement y'all had? Uh, sometimes I would cut our food budget back to like next month we're not going to spend any money on food <laughs> just to see if we could and she said can we just set it and stop changing it you know I know you're excited but uh, that, that's probably the biggest one so yeah 
We had the we had the uh, argument over the grocery budget one time to the point that Sharon's so mad she's like, "Well, then you go to the store, stupid, and buy all of our food for eleven dollars." <laughs> since, since you think you can do it better, have at it, Bubba. <laughs> so Ross, that I'm was like, a good well, answer. Wasn't that serious? That was a good answer from you, Abby. What was your biggest disagreement? Probably when he would change the budget. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'd gotten used to a certain number, and then he. Go and change it. I'd have to go. get used to a new one. Yeah, and, and and then you said, I'm not getting used to this one. You're going to change it back. And then he did. Yep. Smart man. Good, good, good. Way to go, you guys. How's it feel to not have a payment in the world? Feels pretty awesome. We uh, actually had some uh, – our transmission went out in our van last week. Of course. And um, kind of freaked out about it, but we had our emergency fund, so we had the money to do it, but – you know, uh, fight or flight at that time, mm-hmm. but uh, you didn't really want to let it go. <laughs> <laughs> but we decided to go ahead and fix it. We don't yeah. like walking. So. Yeah, walking, <laughs> walking is a, it's a bit of a bit of a haul there. Uh, yeah, very good, you guys. Very good, very cool. All right, what do you tell people the key to getting out of debt is? Uh, when I think, of, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Thank you. Uh, she says, "Don't give up." Uh, I think back to when you did your 2020 reset, I believe it was in Oklahoma City. Uh, you said you'll get out of debt eventually if you'd stop borrowing money. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's pretty simple, and I'm kind of a simple guy, and that really set home with me. So I'd say stop borrowing money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, that and, of course, budget, as everybody always says. Because so. it's always true. Yeah. You know? yeah. Way to go, you guys. Very cool. Congratulations. Thank you. Think it'll change your preaching? Uh Give me plenty of things to think about and preach on. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, just the sense of freedom. Uh, sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it just makes you uh, more aware, more wise uh, when you're looking over other people's pain because you've been through it. Seeing what yeah. people's going through and understanding. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And sometimes it's compassion that you get from it. Yeah. Very good. I've got a, a friend of mine. He says he doesn't trust a, a man that doesn't walk with a limp. <laughs> so having been through that stuff and you've worked your way through this it, it makes you you know makes you aware very good good job you guys great work great work great work i'm proud of you very good hey we've got the live and give bundle for you uh that is the total money makeover book for you to give away to someone i'm sure you'll be counseling some young couple in church before you know it since you're a young couple and uh baby steps millionaires uh for you that's the next chapter in your story we want you to learn how to do that and go ahead and plug that in the new version of financial peace university uh, the membership to that is one year and let, yeah let's bring the kiddos up and introduce them well, give me their names and ages uh, this is tate he's four mm-hmm. and this is hazel she just turned one all right and she's a grandpa's girl i can tell <laughs> She was sitting with her grandpa. That's a good girl. All right. Good stuff, you guys. Good stuff. You had good reasons to change. What was your why? Why Why was this so important? Stewardship. Mm-hmm. We know we could do better and wasn't, and we all need to. Yeah, managing, If we can do better, we should. Managing God's resources for his glory. Yeah. Good stuff. Proud of y'all. Well done. Well done. Ross and Abby, Tate and Hazel, West Plains, Missouri. $70,000 paid off in 30 months. House and everything, baby. Woo! They are free. I love it. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. Ready? One, One two, two, three. three. We're debt-free. Yeah! Woo! I love it! Man, 
the places you can go, the money you can save, the money you can give to help others when you live in West Plains, Missouri with a paid-for house and a $70,000 household income as a pastor, the things he's going to be able to do, unbelievable. Yeah, it's a, that, that's a, there's, there's seasons when, that's, when that town, like many small towns across America, struggles. And, man, being able to be a pastor that's free. Wow. Yeah. Put you in a whole different mindset. It's way different than making seven hundred thousand a year living in XYZ metropolitan area with debt up to your dad gum eyeballs and can't breathe. Yeah, it's a whole right. different life. Yeah. Whole different quality of life, whole different quality of relationships, everything. And a pastor that has peace radiating from inside, it's it's they can walk into people's hurt and walk into people's pain and they just exhale, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of bringing their chaos with them. He's going to be able to walk in a situation. She's going to be able to walk in a situation. People are struggling, and, and they're going to feel that on them. It's, it's yep. incredible. Yep. What Powerful. And changes those little kids' life. Change your family tree, man. Hey, little Tate, your dad's a hero. So is your mom. Love it. This is The Ramsey Show. Scripture of the day, Ecclesiastes 4, 9, and 10. Two people are better off than one, for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone is in real trouble. Dr. Henry Cloud says there is a difference between solitude and isolation. One is connected and one isn't. Solitude replenishes. Isolation diminishes. Ooh, that's good. Sounds like Dr. Cloud. It sounds exactly like Dr. Cloud. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Good stuff. Hey, we're heading into the holiday season where our brains are focused on buying presents, thawing turkeys, and all the Christmas and New Year's celebrations. All of a sudden, it's January. And then we're behind on everything. Hey, it doesn't have to be that way. You can start the New Year strong. Set yourself up to start the New Year strong by joining us for wealth, for Building Wealth Live here in Nashville. January the 12th. This is a one-night event. It's going to help you kick off 2023 feeling confident about your finances, even in this crazy economy. Rachel Cruz, George Camel, Ken Coleman, Dr. John Deloney, and me join us as we walk you through a simple, proven plan to be on track and actually build wealth in the middle of all this uh, economy craziness. Our Building Wealth events have been a huge hit. We just wrapped up the sold-out fall season. It was incredible. Our January event will be here in the Ramsey headquarters. Uh, but we're also going to Indianapolis, Austin, Salt Lake City, and Anaheim uh, here in the dates with dates in the spring. All of these are available at $39 seats. Seats are limited. Be sure and check them out. Go to RamseySolutions.com slash events. RamseySolutions.com slash events. Neil is with us. Neil is in Chicago. Hi, Neil. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, thanks for taking my call, guys. Sure. What's up? Hey, um, so I am in Baby Step 2. And um, I just lost my dad um, a little bit over a week ago. 
When? I'm just, um, oh, when? Uh, 11 days ago. Oh, my gosh, Neil. I'm sorry. What happened, Neil? Um, we don't know. One day we're talking about um, bringing my fiance out to go visit him, and the next day he's on life support. Oh, man. I'm so sorry. Oh, man. Um, what was his name? His name was Carol. Carol. Man. How old was he? Um, 67. Mm. I'm sorry, sorry. man. Yeah, it was um, a good man last too soon. Yeah, Amen. absolutely. So that brings um, so, you, you're on baby step two. You and your fiance yeah. were supposed to go out to see him. And 11 days ago, you get the deal with this for the last 11 days. Uh, yeah. And, um, I, you know, I've been working um, 40 to 80 hours a week for the past two years. I took out two student loans my first two years of college, but the last two years of college, I worked full time at multiple jobs and uh, I was able to cash flow. Um, my, my career, um, my, my, my degree. Um, so I just been super good zone intense, feeling a little, you know, burnt out, but I think this is just pushing me over the edge. Um, just trying to, well, I don't, I don't know if it's pushing you over the edge as much as, yeah, you, you had in, intentionally. So you'd cut your margin. You got, you got, down. You got your knees kicked off. From and then you. That's got, different yeah, than being pushed over. The this edge. was just a wipeout, man. Yeah. Um, you should be feeling overwhelmed and you should be feeling heartbroken and you should be unable to eat and unable to sleep because your old man just passed away right all those yeah. feelings are normal man um yeah you need to push pause on everything on your baby steps okay do you have brothers and sisters uh yeah okay about your mom uh yeah she she she's still alive are they, were they married uh yeah yeah. Have, have y'all had the um, funeral already? No, um, I'm, I'm, I'm going out to California to see them in, in, in a couple of days. Okay. If you can, stay a few days and have some conversations with your siblings and with your mom. And you may have to have some direct conversations about what comes next and whatnot. But, man, push pause on the baby steps for right now, okay? This is a season of grief. Okay. It's going to be there for a while, okay? Mm-hmm. It would take normal people a little while to get over this, and I assume you're normal. Yeah, I've just been, you know, trying to stay positive and trying to work. And well, you're just trying to cope uh, right now and drive your car. Yeah. You know, put some put some bologna on the bread and eat. I mean, it's just you're going through the motions. You're still breathe, just breathe in and out. It hurts. Yeah, I feel like if I just slow down, I'm just going to hurt more. No. No, you're you're not. You can't, um, you can't pour water out of a glass that's empty, and yours just got emptied. Your glass mm-hmm. got shattered. So give yeah. your, give yourself a little grace. Breathe. If you're still talking okay. like this in a year and a half, I'll probably have a problem with that. But you're not going to be that okay. guy, okay? But you need to take mm-hmm. thirty to sixty days for sure, and just breathe. Don't go buy something silly. Don't be going into debt or something like that. But in terms of working in tents and paying off debt and being focused on all of that while you're going through one of life's most traumatic events, no, you take a, you take 30 to 60 off, man. Here's something I want you to do. Um, I want you to go to the like a Walgreens or a Walmart or something like that and buy a couple of sheets of nice paper. And I want you mm-hmm. to write your dad a letter and... Tell him that you miss him. 
And in that letter, letter, you can also be upset with him, be mad at him. He shouldn't have left. I don't even know what happened. And then also tell him about this fiance of yours, about what's coming down the road. Okay? And that might be a letter that you share with your siblings when you get together in a couple of days for the funeral. It might be a letter you share at the funeral. It might be a letter you share with your mom. But it's going to be a way for your body to process this. In in conflict resolution, there's always a there's a saying, conflict deferred is conflict amplified. By not saying things that you need to say, it just makes it worse down the road. The same thing applies to grief. If you try to avoid, work really hard to try to avoid feeling how much this hurts, it's just going to turn into a cancer. And so the best thing to do is, like Dave said, take 30, 60, 90 days, exhale. You got to keep working. You got to keep eating. You got to keep sleeping. But fully lean yeah. into how bad this hurts. Your dad died, man. Your dad died. <laughs> and nobody um, who has a good relationship with their dad is upright in this position right now. Okay? You're right where you should be. Yeah. I'm so sorry to hear okay. that, man. Thank you. <sighs> Hmm. I'm going to send you a copy of John's book on your past, change your future. I do not want you to read it until after Christmas, okay? Okay. But after Christmas, it'll help you with the final stages of processing um, or the next stages of processing some of this. And um, but How old are you? 20, 23, just turned 23. Yeah. So um, how long have you been in Chicago? Uh, for... Five years. Are you plugged into a good church there by chance? Um, no, not really. Not okay. You get you got some good friends in your life. Uh, yeah. You need to make sure they know what's going on with you. Yeah, I, I have coworkers um, that are you know that 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 know about it. They're picking up some slack. Yeah, okay. but not just text messages. You need to go. You say, "Hey, I needed some. I need to get some pizza tonight." Who's in? Yeah, and y'all go sit and look at other people in the face, and you're gonna find because you've been working real hard the last few days. When you sit down and you actually exhale and you start looking at other people, and they look back at you, you're gonna get hit waves with heavy emotion. And don't run from that. Okay, it's mm-hmm. part of being sad. It's part of the grieving process. Everybody does it different. Okay, I appreciate it. Don't hide from this, and don't hide from other people. Okay. Yeah, uh, humans need humans, especially in times like this, brother. You call here anytime we can help you, okay? Right. Check back in. Let us know how you're doing. Let us know how your mom's doing. If we can help her with any, any of this process, we will. Um, it's uh, one of the mandates on us. And so you just let us know anything we anything we need to do, man. Hang on. Uh, we'll have Austin pick up and get you a copy of that book. And, Dave, that's a good reminder. As people head into the holidays, there's going to be a swath of people who sit down for Thanksgiving and there's somebody missing at that table. Somebody's at Christmas. There's going to be few, fewer presents under that tree. And it's okay if this isn't just the joyous season for you, right? If yeah. it's a season of grief and a season of sadness, a season of remembrance, that's part of part of the human experience. Yep. Doesn't have to be uh, all plastic and facade. That's right. That puts this hour of the Ramsey Show in the books. We'll be back with you before you know it. In the meantime, remember, there's ultimately only one way to financial peace, and that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus. 
Hey, it's John Deloney, co-host of The Ramsey Show. Did you know over 18 million people listen to The Ramsey Show every week? A lot of those people listen on one of our 600-plus radio stations across the country. To find a station near you, go to RamseySolutions.com show.